welcome, welcome to the Best 5-Minute Wine Podcast. I'm your host, Forrest Kelly. From the sea to the glass, wine has a past. Our aim at the Best 5-Minute Wine Podcast is to look for adventure at wineries around the globe. After all, grape minds think alike. Let's start the adventure. Our featured winery is... In this episode, we head to the state that has more female winemakers than California. The state has become synonymous with high-quality Pinot Noir. It also has the strictest wine labeling laws. And this particular city has the largest forested park within city limits in the United States, over 68 miles of hiking trails, and it's also home to more than 100 bird species and over 60 mammal species. That is a big park. We're talking about the 33rd state... Oregon, specifically Portland. Hello, this is Matt Burson. I'm the winemaker and owner at Portland Wine Company, home of Love and Squalor Wines. Before we find out a little bit more about your background, can you explain to me there in your introduction, you said Portland Wine Company and Love and Squalor. Can you explain the two different names? The overarching business is Portland Wine Company, as is the physical edifice where we make the wine. And we make multiple things here at Portland Wine Company and under the umbrella of Portland Wine Company. But the main brand and what we started out with is called Love and Squalor. Love and Squalor is a phrase stolen from J.D. Salinger, who wrote a short story called For Esme with Love and Squalor. And now the story has nothing to do with wine or Oregon or really anything to do with our project. But when I came across that phrase, when I was hunting high and low for a good name for my wine project, for my wine brand, I came across that story, which I'd read before. And that phrase, I was like, that's it. Love and squalor. That's my experience, at least so far in uh, winemaking. <laughs> it like, like, uh, like any project that's a passion project, you know, you're, you're driven by the, the passion or the love of it, but it it takes digging pretty deep and getting uh, pretty messy to realize it. And um, it's particularly true with wine, which is an agricultural product. A lot of people think it's just so romantic and Tuscan villas and sunny days in the vines. But, you know, it's a lot of wasp stings and mud cake boots and 14 hour days sorting sticky fruit to make something to make a product that people write poems about, you know? So that was it for me, captured it in a phrase. Plus I figured people would remember love if they forgot anything else. They remember it's love in something. That's pretty good. <laughs> that makes sense. To get where you are running Portland Wine Company and Love and Squalor, let's get a little bit about your background. You know, I, I born in New York, lived in London for six years and traveled around on a camper bus with my sort of semi-hippie parents. They weren't total dropouts, but um, they knew how to have some fun. And then we moved back and settled in California, which is where I went to finish high school and went to uh, UC Berkeley. After graduating UC Berkeley, uh, I was trying to be a freelance journalist. I thought that sounded pretty fun. And in the meantime, to make ends meet, I started waiting tables, as you do. And turns out I was a lot better at waiting tables and it was a lot more <laughs> lucrative than uh, trying to pitch stories to independent weekly newspapers. So I decided to go all in and I really got into it. And in the course of that, was exposed to lots of different wine and food that I had never had the opportunity before, you know, definitely eating and drinking above my pay grade. So I started sitting in on the wine tastings when the wine reps would come in to sell wine to the 
restaurant manager, sort of took over some of those duties and started managing the bar and doing all sorts of everything I could do uh, in various restaurants and worked under some some people who had some really sophisticated palates. Then I moved up to Portland and took over the general manager position in a restaurant in a hotel in downtown Portland um, in 2001. Uh, I'd never really been exposed to Oregon wine before. Um, and there was a bunch of Oregon wine on the list. So I started tasting through that. Plus I started meeting the winemakers who would come in right from their wineries, you know, still in their in their work boots to pour me the wines they had just bottled. And so I got to know them and and started really, uh, really enjoyed their company. And I'd say, you know, I'm like, deliver during brunch. I'll buy you some brunch. I'll sit and pick your brain about what you're doing. And eventually I started getting invited to come down to the wineries and help out. They help them pour events and stuff. Like you clean up pretty good. Why don't you come down and help us pour at this open house? And that was sort of how I got bit on the production side of the bug. Thank you for listening. I'm Forrest Kelly. This episode of the Best 5-Minute Wine Podcast was produced by iHizzle. If you like the show, please tell your friends and pets and subscribe. Until next time, pour the wine and ponder your next adventure. Hi, before you go, we have exciting news. The Best 5-Minute Wine Podcast has teamed with a breakthrough technology and added a new feature on our website that's bound to elevate your podcast experience. Here is where we need your help. Trying to remember something from an episode? Don't worry. Search for it and we will find it for you. Have you ever thought you could just ask questions and chat about the episodes as if you were talking to me? Well, now you can. That's right. Our episodes are now interactive and they're waiting to have a conversation with you. Jump into a chat with our podcast and let's get the conversation started. Try it out and tell us what you think. Click on the banner at the top of the website, thebestwinepodcast.com to try it. 